Well, after an exciting weekend of golf, the elevated event schedule rolls on, and it's no time off for the PGA Tour's best. As they head to uh, Harbortown Golf uh, Links on Hilton Head Beach or Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. <clears throat> we also have the Masters Recap, Live Stuff, all that fun stuff. It's the RBC Heritage. Nate, give us a little uh, Nate intro here. What do you got? I have nothing but excitement because the Mercury hit 80 today in Minnesota and the snow melted. And I think we are going to get a chance to play golf finally. So I'm all smiles over here in uh, my little corner of my house, my little closet over here. Uh, ready to talk a little heritage, though. Heritage, eight RBC heritage. And um, one of the things, a couple of things to, to knock right out of the way is it's a new designated event, right? I mean, which is interesting. It's never been that way before. The pros rarely play this event. Like the, the, the top, the upper echelon of guys rarely play this event because it's week after the Masters. But they wanted to rotate some of those. Some of those designated events will always be designated events. I could I could foresee Genesis, you know, for example, always being designated. But there's a few that are going to rotate and roll through to kind of bring some name recognition and some bigger crowds and obviously some more money to different communities. One of those is going to be Hilton Head Island, um, you know, at the RBC Heritage. We can only hope that someday down the road, the 3M is a designated event and we get some of these big names to come our way which i think is in the long-term plan i think that's kind of part of what they want to do well it doesn't uh, sound like it's going to happen soon because some of these guys are already complaining about golf and we'll get to that a little bit later uh rbc heritage is probably one of the oldest events uh it's a big one uh 1969 i do believe is when it started um it's known for its huge charity event events stuff like that um also kind of some of the biggest names in golf have won here the the five time guy, Davis Love the third, is that the right guy? He's won this uh, five times. Jack Nicholas, uh, you know some of the other big names have won this one. But yeah, designated event, big news there. Rory is is withdrawn from it. It's his second um, designated event that he's missing, which is 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 kind of troublesome. And there's really been no reason on why he's not making it to this event yet so we haven't had the news on that which is very interesting um i think he's still busy crying oh my god that he missed the cut <laughs> five or that guy's never going to uh, complete the grand slam just so you know it's it's just not going to happen um he does not show well at the masters and and with all the political stuff going on behind golf his mind is somewhere else and with how much golf he has to golf, i mean you know these live guys show i <sighs> Getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's focus on RBC Heritage. Okay, uh, it's known for its lighthouse, the jacket, the trophy, um, some of the big stuff on on that. Yeah, they got a plaid jacket, gold jacket, green jacket. Give me the plaid <laughs> jacket. <laughs> um, what I found interesting, and it's very similar to the guys that work there. So, are we going to dress up as guys that work there now? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, one thing that I actually just learned about this is that they actually pair the pros with pro-am guys for the first two days. I didn't know that. There's 132, 130 some golfers that actually show up for this event, and they actually pair them with pro-am guys, which is which is interesting. Um, and like you said, being a designated event, it's kind of now that these guys have to be there, it's kind of interesting uh, to see how it's going to work out with the pro-am guys. 
That is something that maybe is becoming more common. We saw it at Torrey Pines, I want to say, at the Farmers. And it's something that you see a lot at, at Pebble Beach. So I think that might be something that's that's growing in popularity, you know, broadening the game into other avenues. But these the amps who play it, you still have to pay like thousands of dollars to be an amp. So I don't know that it's like changing the elite nature of the game. But still, you know, kind of cool a chance to get to play with the pros if you, if you got the cash for it. So let's jump right into the power rankings. Uh, you're not going to see Rory in the top five um, because he he won't be there. Um, another big name that uh, is not showing up here in the power rankings uh, in the top five is John Rahm. Very interesting. Ranked 14th in the power rankings. Emotional high. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I could see him having a, a fairly down week. You know, I mean that 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 kind of makes some sense to me. He's golfing good though. That's the problem. I mean, he's when he's golfing and not have food poisoning and withdrawing halfway through. He is he is he's scary. Um, another guy that you won't see here. Uh, that's kind of this is. It sucks to sucks to tell you guys about it if you haven't already heard about it. But it sounds like Will Zelatoris' uh, season's over and you know, possibly his career. Cause it sounds like he's having back back surgery and he was a fun guy to watch play. I followed him quite a lot last year and, and having him win his first coming so many, so close so many times and finally winning a, a PGA tour event, you know, just watching that guy break down. But I, you know, his side bend, dude, these young guys, that side bend that they got going on. I just, it can't be good for the back. And you might be seeing it there because it sucks. We're not gonna be able to watch him play for the rest of the year. Are there rumors of his career maybe being over? Mm-hmm. I knew that he was up for the year, but there's there's some speculation about his career. Too. I, I, I've read some, you know, whatever wow. you want to take it. But, yeah, I mean, to come back from back surgery and then the way he hits the ball and how he torques his side bend is, is if you watch a few videos of him. Um, no surprise, uh, Patrick Cantlay... Cameron Young, Colin Morikawa up there, uh, one, two, three. Scotty at four, Matt Fitzpatrick, five, Victor Hovland, six. You know, I would probably would have switched out uh, Colin and Victor for that three, six spot, um, put him a little bit higher. Jordan Spieth, uh, I think he's perfect at eight. Um, I don't know. I just, it's... After watching the Masters and seeing some of those live guys there, it's weird not seeing... Brooks Kepka there, you know what I mean, or or Phil with his is just phenomenal putting at the mass. I mean, it's just weird not seeing some of those guys there. So, so well, I'll speak to your to your live comment in just a moment. But Jordan Spieth is the uh, defending champion, so to see him at number eight isn't surprising. You know, top ten in the power rankings makes a lot of sense. Um, but it just shows that you can play after the masters the week after the masters and play well you know this isn't a foregone conclusion that it's going to go to you know ricky fowler or or someone who doesn't didn't play in the masters you know what i mean like sometimes mm-hmm. i think like those guys who played well in the masters right. and obviously jordan speed did uh they they just sort of have this down week because of all of just the emotional high and the stress and all of that 
but kind of going full circle here to your Rory comment, which again, we don't know why he's not playing this week. He should be playing this week. He had his week off of the, the designated events. Um, and so this is, it sounds like maybe he's going to lose some pit money as a, as a penalty, but if it is fatigue, if it is injury, Spieth kind of spoke to that about himself too, after, uh, the Masters. So that's yeah, that's perfect that you're tailing into this because I think that might be why he's at eight and and not in the top five as he would because of what he tweeted. If you want to share that with us, I'll pull up the Kyle Porter. Uh, Kyle Porter, who was a the the CBS golf guy, he sent out a tweet that basically the question was what what do you attribute um, to your mental mistakes too. And I don't know that this was his interview because it's just transcript, but he did. He pulled the, the transcript from it. And he, and Spieth basically said, I think I played way too much golf uh, into this, this being the masters. I came into it mentally fatigued and overwork and you overwork this week every year. I played too much golf in the last i mean this is eight out of ten weeks so i need to change my schedule going forward to be a little sharper this week uh and that has a lot to do with it so the the screenshot is a little bit longer the transcripts a little bit longer but i think that speaks to it you have to peak at the right times for for majors and if the designated schedule stays as it is i gotta believe like remember he played valspar him and Justin, Justin Thomas mm-hmm. played Valspar when everyone else seemed to take that week off and because they had just played a handful of designated events in a row and it just felt like that might have been too much you take that week off maybe you're a little fresher I don't know it just feels like Valspar I, I love this dude run that. And, it, and it totally plays into the whole live thing where these guys are only playing three days they're not playing you know as many events and stuff like that they get a little bit it's it's I don't know. It's it hasn't been too much golf for years, but now that they're making these designated events, it's going to be a lot tougher for these guys. So, it, it, the article reads on as as you're saying, and and it sounds like Spieth wants a change, a little bit of a change in the future. So he hopes there's change um, as far as these designated designated events and whatnot. Right, and if not the designated events, like I said, I could see him just not playing the the tier two events you know like Valspar I could just see him just not going even in weeks that he may have gone years where he may have gone there before just deciding not to go you know so so I did a little bit of research on the this is my surprise question for you I did a little bit of research on this pip money okay I didn't I'm 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 a casual golf fan I wouldn't say I'm okay maybe I'm a little bit more to casual I got we got a uh, company that's around a podcast for golf here but those I, I I didn't know much about PIP money, okay? I don't even know what PIP stand for. Do you know what PIP stands for? Player Impact Program. Okay, so when this first started, it started in what, 2021, I do believe? Yeah. And it went to right. 10 guys and it was $20 million, okay? Well, there's still lawsuits going on on how Phil's trying to get his cut from that and so is Brooks Kepka. I'm pretty sure there's still some legality stuff going on there. But now, for this year, there's 20 golfers and there's $40 million that gets split between all these guys. 2021 or 2022 you know who was number one on the list and only played nine rounds of golf i do believe oh yeah it was tiger tiger so tiger won this pip money so do you know how they decide who gets this pip money pip okay so a little bit of commentary here pip is bullshit um and it's bullshit because 
it was designed to keep the young talent around i believe you know so so guys wouldn't it's a little extra incentive so you're not going to live well who were they afraid was going to go to live in the first place the younger guys the young talent we want to keep our, our young talent around you can't give the big check to freaking tiger woods he doesn't this, he's this not, gets better he's already got standing he's already there give it to i don't know because i did the player feature on him justin Suh, you know or or and even not so much max homa now but two years ago max homa you know that like those guys who are who are gonna be your next stars who you want to keep around how is the pit money decided i saw it once there's like four different like categories one of them is social media impact. Yeah, so here, uh, I'll, I'll read it for you. Uh, you this, this program aims to recognize players who drive fan and sponsor engagement, increase television ratings, and bring more attention and excitement to the sport through uh, the PGA Tour's uh, media platforms and exposure rating and social media following. Tiger's been winning the pip for 20 years. He is the reason people watch golf. We know this. Yes, we get it. How are you going to move on from Tiger? Because Tiger's getting old. Tiger has to withdraw from majors. You need to bring in interest so, and engage with your younger so players. So here's the list. You from keep going with Tiger. Here's the list from 2022, okay? $15 million of the 40 went to Tiger Woods, number one. $12 million of it went to Rory. $9 million to Justin Spieth. $7.5 million Justin Thomas. $6 million to John Rahm. Dude, Scotty Scheffler was winning the Masters and all these tournaments, the waste management, all this stuff, and got $5.5 million. Um, Xander Shoffley got five million. So you're comparing Xander and Scotty during the 2022 season, at as far as is money wise. Um, Matt Fitzpatrick five million. Will Zelatoris five million. Tony Finau, the guy was on fire last year, and I I was watching a lot more golf and I was focusing on Tony because he went on a tear. Uh, Colin Morikawa three million. Uh, Shane Laurie three million. Kevin Kisner. Max Homa, Billy Horschel, all three million. Billy Horschel, the guy got three million dollars, and he's uh, he's he's not even. Ricky Fowler got two million. Adam Scott got two million. Jason Day got two million. Patrick Cantley got two million. Victor Hovland got two million. I don't agree with it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like how it's it's dispersed. Um, Cameron Young, Sam Burns, those guys. Uh, each earned two. Hidaki earned two. I don't know. I just Cameron Young. Cameron Young should be on this list. He was a young guy. He's an honorable mention on this list, dude. So there's 23 people that got money. He's like an honorable mention. Sam Burns. Giving your money to Tiger Woods. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, we know he moves the needle. We we know. When he wins. But he's not bringing anyone new to to the tour. Here it is. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 25 years ago. Absolutely. He is the reason that pre-designated event, we saw the increase in purse. Anyway, he's been winning the pip for 20 years. But what are you going to do when he's done? So here's, he's done. This, goes, this goes right into that Colin uh, 
Coward uh, clip that I was talking to you about, and I'm going to play that really quick. It's it's a short clip. We, I won't play the whole thing. Taking the money, but I'm a golf casual, and according to TV ratings, that's 90% of golf viewers in America. I watch for the golfer. I don't watch for the flowers. I don't watch for the history. I don't give a rip about it. I watch great golfers, and I watch Brooks Kepka, and I was rooting for Brooks, and I was rooting for Phil Mickelson, and I know a lot of you think they're amoral and you don't like them, but you know what? They proved their point. Phil Mickelson has never – I mean, that's as good as an old guy plays golf. He's not as grind. He lost a lot of weight. He just looked fantastic. He's a little more humble. He's not as boisterous. He's not as cocky. He doesn't have the adoring crowd. But I don't want to get too much into it. But he, they, Colin, Colin talks about how the casual fan isn't there for the, the flowers and the history and the blah, blah, blah. There's a guy at my work that's a huge golf fan, knows a lot about golf, and he, he hates live because there's the, the lack of history. Where Colin talks about the casual fan, the casual fan is watching golf for the golfers. Who moves the needle? Phil Mickelson, dude, he moved the needle for me, dude. When I seen him come roaring up from the back, that's all I could set my master's app to was trying to watch every swing of his. And some of these putts this guy was, was draining it was phenomenal. The guy's 52 years old. He's won it three times. And his last, his last win was the PGA Tour Championship. 2021 right he was he that before he went to live right yeah the pgh yep at q1 2021 yep so it, it watching and brooks kepka the guy was just on fire for the first three days laid an egg the last day um but it was it was just phenomenal to watch like competitive golf and it it, it was it was kind of weird that like how it was like live didn't even exist. Like they didn't want to give him any public public publicity, and like it wasn't even match. You know, like oh, this is their first time playing each other in so long. You know, like you never heard that type of conversation. Then it was like these guys have been playing together all all years. Yeah, which was kind of cool. I I in some respect I enjoy absolutely. not absolutely not picking it. Yeah, you know the division. Keep the pull. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the angel on one shoulder and the devil on another, and try to like play against myself a little bit here, because a large part of me agrees with your buddy Mike. Who, by the way, I just saw on Thursday night they were playing Sim League up at Riverwood, um, and and a large part of me totally understands where Colin Cowherd is coming from. The, the part of me that is the PJ Tour side and the legacy side says nobody's going to want to watch a league full of guys who we saw it in full swing said they can't hang with the guy, these guys anymore because they're injured or because they're old or you're Sergio Garcia and your career's over anyway. Lee Westwood, your, your career's over anyway. You can't sustain a tour on guys who are old. It's just we have the Champions Tour for that and nobody watches that. Um, you need to bring excitement. And that next step isn't asked. I feel like the the deep golf fan in me says, um, you know, I know that Phil Mickelson just is getting old. That you know that these things that these things are the case. But there's a lot of people out there who know Brooks Kepka has four majors, who know Cam Smith is a great golfer, and that one does sting. Um, but who else? That Bryson was supposed to be a very very good golfer he just won a u.s open in reality you know that dustin johnson very very good golfer who also laid an egg at the masters but 
is still should be in the prime of his career. You know, I, they don't want to let go of, of some of those names. The casual fans like, I want to watch Dustin Johnson play. I like Dustin Johnson. He used to hit it a mile. Yeah. I loved what, what Bryson was doing. And mm-hmm. and they just want to watch those guys play. And so that's kind of my, my battle here. Because Solly from No Lane Up was on McAfee, Pat McAfee's show. Uh, what day is it today? Thursday? Probably Tuesday. Um, and have you ever have you watched McAfee's show ever? He's got a like a YouTube show that he does. It is freaking massive he's actually really fun but he's a football guy you know and they cover all sports but they don't really cover golf so they bring in the the head guy no laying up and what were they worried about in that event or what were they worried about in that conversation one those trees that fell in that storm yeah which crazy. Was uh and tiger woods well like you and i look at this and we go holy cow what's john rom doing what's what's you know yeah. jordan's whoop to do about tiger woods the guy can barely but, walk but Tiger moves the needle for people who don't watch golf. Like they're not. I don't. I don't want to say don't watch golf. Who aren't casual fan? Who are casual fans? Who are Colin Coward, which is fine. The casual fan wants to watch Brooks Koepka because they know Brooks Koepka. He wants to watch uh, Dustin Johnson. He wants to watch Bryson because they know those names. Um, and so I get that too, and I need to keep that in mind when we have these conversations because, like, m- my arguments against live. I think are valid. You don't. You you can't sustain a tour on the villains and the guys who want to play less golf. That seems weird, but um, I totally get where Liv could see a bump here, because the guys who were absolutely vilified as they went for the money, they this, they this, they this, were quite endearing, even right down to Patrick Reed, who took, you know, fourth or whatever in the Masters. So. Liv could see a nice little bump here. And I just want to go on the record saying that I called called Brooks Kepka saying that he was going to be good. So cool. I just I just wanted a little bit of little bit of I know a and little kudos bit. To you. I know a little bit. It's deserved. It's deserved. <laughs> I'm yeah, and I mean just Rory missing the cut was just so exciting. But did you hear this this uh, rumor or, or conspiracy that Justin Thomas bogeyed eighteen to allow Tiger to get in? <laughs> well, y- yes, I did because people are dumb. Um, because it wasn't just Justin Thomas. Sung J M also had to bogey his way out. I think he was on seventeen. He might have bogeyed seventeen and eighteen, or just eighteen. Um, they it had to happen for both of them for Tiger to make the cut, and it did. Like they both bogeyed. So, like there's the jokes about the good buddies that Justin Thomas and Tiger are, and whatever. Like that's a funny joke. Just like it's a funny joke that it's no wonder Brooks kept her lost in the final round because he's only used to playing three rounds. You know the, the, the jokes. Yeah, yeah. So the the whole yeah we of course you laugh. Well, the the vice versa can say for Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson didn't have a very first good three days and then all of a sudden the last day he just came flying up patrick reed played a solid four rounds right and i i still think this phil thing is a fluke live wins dude live one huge live live is ultimately the big winner here although i would like to see a, a full body of work how do they fare in the other three majors if we get the same thing or something close to it. I'm not saying three of the top four have to be live guys. Uh, 
but they hang around a bunch of them top 10. Yeah, you tweeted, oh, what was, there was like 17 players, 13 made the cut or something like that? You're just off. I think it was 12 of 18. 12 of 18, yep. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah, that's that's great. That's awesome for Liv. And I I really think that um, that's the kind of thing that is going to endear people to live and remind them that these guys are human. Uh, and granted, they made a choice. Uh, and you can think what you want about the morals and ethics of that. But again, like I don't know if you played exactly what Colin Cowherd said about that, but he said, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I want to watch golf. And I want to watch guys who I like golf. And it's it's a very interesting video and if you can watch the whole thing it's it's actually pretty good because he it's funny you brought up the villain thing because he does talk about that and how golf needed that i mean the rbc total purse is like 1.4 million dollars right now ain't it no it's 20 because it's designated oh yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry 20 it's 1.4 goes to the winner or 1.2 goes to the winner i think that's what it was um but having that villain really created more money for these guys and that's what makes phil such an enigma is that the reason these designated events exist is because phil brought light to some of the things you know some of the things that he said that seems so outlandish about how much money is in the coffers and and all of these things with with the pga tour and you know what they're withholding and what they're hiding and whatever the deal was well that all did come to light after live was announced and so Phil, to see Phil, you know, say what he said and, and seem to go off the rails. And then he kind of went dark for a while. Like, he just disappeared. And then he shows and, up and lost 50 pounds and the guys looks great. Yeah, but then, like, did you hear the rumors, too, of, like, he went to the Champions Dinner and didn't say a word to anybody? Like, he was just kind of, like, he's just, it's he's been an odd figure, like, compared to who he used to be. Do you blame then him? then he comes here. No, no, I don't, but I'm just yeah, saying, okay. like, it's just, it's he's he's sort of changed his whole persona but he's still the old phil who can still play this game and at this point straight quality of life would you rather be phil at 52 or tiger at 47 right oh. you know these are two guys in the previous generation who used to battle it out. Ty- can i pick Tiger. tiger's bank account and phil's golf game and physique shit give me give me phil's bank account i don't care <laughs> That's still pretty damn good. I, I do like on the set list here, it says, uh, and not to be jerks, <laughs> will help this ratings of CW. <laughs> yeah. Well, and because they weren't. Phil, did I put the link in there? Of oh, I don't think I did. I think I have it on my phone. Uh, Phil was super complimentary of John Robb in his post in his press conference. Well, there was a rumor that John Rahm might might be going to, to to live there for a while. Yeah, for a little while. Uh-huh. Because because he was like, and he still said, I think he might have said it again recently, like, listen, we got to stop this divide. This is dumb. This is stupid. But also, if he were to go, it wouldn't surprise me because I've said forever uh, that this is a global league. The, the, the live guy. The live. Like, if you're going to, obviously there's a handful of Americans there, but the biggest names that have gone are Cam Smith, you know, um, Joaquin Neiman, uh, some of the more global guys. Sergio Garcia was one of the first to go. Lee Westwood was – it's just not an American thing because we don't gravitate to teams 
quite the same way that maybe the rest of the world does. I, and that's, that could be speaking out of school too. I don't even know that for sure, but just one of those things that, that sticks out to me. It's a global thing. And so I could see John Rahm wanting to go, but I think he's, he'll end up staying. But the point is these guys weren't jerks about it. Uh, there was, they were very uh, appreciative to be back at the masters, excited to be back at the masters. There was never any like, yeah, F Rory this or, you know, any, none of that. There wasn't, there wasn't any of that. They were just glad to be back and see the guys. Yeah, it was, like I say, it was good quality golf. It was a lot of fun to watch all the way up till the end. It was, it was good. And on, on 17, when Rom had to hit that provisional or 18, he had to hit that provisional. There was a, there was a hint to me that was like, oh boy, this could get, uh, this could get a little hairy. But wasn't it like a four shot lead at the time? I think it was yes. a, like a hand. Like I don't see that happening, but mm-hmm. that would have taken a lot. But uh, yeah, ultimately, I, I think I'm. I'm not that I had a ton of animosity because I'm a golf fan, and it's just kind of fun to take the opposite side of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's good, good for the that. yeah, it's good for the viewers. Uh, I'll be. I'll watch more of the live golf. Oh, for I sure. Think, you know, now that I know that they're gonna, it's gonna pay off. Although I do have this question for you: Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson both finished in like the 30s as far as place. Mm-hmm. Are they two live guys who we are relying on to play well, or does it not matter where live success comes from, or do you want to see success from those two in particular? Um, if it honestly, if I could see any success, it'd be like Phil and Patrick Reed just because of how hated they are at the PGA Tour. That would just really get me going. But yeah, I, th- I think the the big names, Dustin Johnson, um, and Cameron Smith are are the the young the younger Dustin Johnson's really not there anymore, but the younger guys of of live that would be nice to to really see do well. For sure. I would like to see them in the next three majors do better than 30-something place. If possible. Because that, they're names that need to be near the top because they they are needle movers a little bit. Well, and that's just it, too. Like, I don't... Uh, Phil's always done really well under pressure. So to watch him come roaring up like that, it's... It's not like it's it was weird to see, if you know what I mean, versus Dustin Johnson. You know, I, I really do like Bryson's watching that man golf because his technique is so unusual. Watching someone putt and swing a club with, like, his arms locked like that is is interesting. So I never liked him from the start. PGA Tour guy, Most people guy. I never met him. He was... Yeah. I just his personality and there seems to be an arrogance there that I just can't get on board with. You don't like his hat, man. I don't even care about his hat. I think his hat's fine. Whatever, do your thing, man. Have your trademark. <laughs> but, but just his there's a certain arrogance when he walked out there and said, "Yeah, I think Augusta's a par 67 for me." Like, and then he goes out and misses it. Like, like you're an idiot, you know. But whatever. Uh Anything else on the Masters? Nah, uh-uh. I mean, we could sit here and talk about it forever, but... I know, we we could, but I think 
because of everything we just said and 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 where the live guys are at we should talk a little bit about live adelaide what do you mean live adelaide that's the next live event they're off australia yeah yeah they got two or three in uh the the global spectrum i guess grange golf also lagrange grange golf what a great song you know lagrange zz top you know lagrange you have homework look up lagrange zz top i promise you know the song great song that's a total side note but um that's not for a couple of weeks because you know they like to give their guys a little bit of time a little bit of breathing room uh, April 21st through the 23rd at, yeah, this Grange Golf Club. And then are they – do they play – how many times do they play leading up to the PGA Championship? Live schedule. We've got Adelaide. Oh, and then the next week we have Singapore. Oh, they have three weeks in a row. Oh, wow, they're actually quite busy. They go – they go live Adelaide the next week, April 28th to the 30th. They go Singapore. And then they're off for a couple of weeks. They go May 12th through the 14th at Tulsa. And then they have the PGA Championship, like, the 18th or something is the week after that. And then they're in D.C. on May 26th. So they actually are going to have to, like, play some serious golf, hold a tour, and not see their families for a couple of weeks, <laughs> which will be... You know, kind of like the old days. <laughs> see their dog for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, that's so, all I got for you, buddy. Um, with this uh, RBC, should be pretty interesting. Um, huge win for the live. Check out that Colin Coward uh, clip about uh, Phil and uh, hit him far, hit him straight. And uh, I got one more thing for you before we wrap up. If you made it this far in this podcast, like, subscribe. <laughs> we do we do need to throw that whole line out but are you for sure going to fox this year uh i'm not getting a membership this year i have a six month old baby or eight month old baby now um i got a newly uh built house that i have to finish a basement put on a deck and do landscaping around this is going to be a tough golf year for me so um i will will not be getting a membership this year okay but when you play, I mean, you'll still play a little. Oh, bit. absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm still gonna play a lot. Yeah, I'm still gonna play. I just won't be getting a membership because I don't think there'll be enough. Maybe not the every Thursday, right? Kind of round that that we used to have. That sounded like a a, a rumbling fart or something. That's my dog. <laughs> um, we, we being the Riverwood clan, the 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 league guys at Riverwood, we start tomorrow. Just diving head first here we go so i'm i'm getting my my league rounds in tomorrow and and we'll see how that goes because as you know i'm also having a another child here in, in july and um see how that kind of all blends together life and golf and how all that all works out so um but yeah golf season is upon us we are we are happy to be here and uh I meant to catch you before you before you threw out the the hit him far, hit him straight. So I'll let you wrap this up, and I'll just say, Chief Lefty, out. Yeah, uh, hit him far, hit him straight. Like, subscribe, follow if you made it this far. Leave comments, all that fun stuff. Um, and and just let, let us know how we're doing. 
I'm loving this. You can see um, all the stuff's cleaned up behind me here. Um, I should should be having an office here with some fancy, cool aesthetics behind me with some better quality sound, not reverberating off the wall, all that fun stuff. So um, thanks, guys, for, for, for uh, watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Out.